0: Sportsbeat on the bay. Good morning everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, February 28th with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And
1: Grant's here as well.
0: Nice to meet you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what, Grant? We survived, but it wasn't quite the same. We have a—it's it, much better to have Dan here. There That's was,
1: good. Yes, it is. There was a feeling of emptiness, which is now uh, being fulfilled.
0: I know my—there was a void in my life. Yeah, is what it was. Here yeah. I am, and here you are, and I'm glad you're back. Did yeah. you have a nice—did you have a nice time?
2: Great time. I was out in Nelson, BC. Nice. A little swooshing down the slopes out there, so it was Excellent. good times.
0: Fantastic. All right, so. Let's start Let's start with the obvious, and I, I'm sorry, Dan, we're going to start Leaf, leaf Chat. Another. I'm
2: so surprised. Yeah, yeah, I know. I normally, I,
0: I'm out of- Was I'm it out a of,
2: football I, game or a hockey game?
0: Well, I was just going to say, it's a great thing that they got that last minute field goal, to win 10-7. <laughs> I have never in my life, in this day and age, like it goes back to 1980 when there were shootouts and blowouts and everything else, it was just one of those games. But what, you know, obviously I'm alarmed, and I'm alarmed at the goaltending. The Toronto, Toronto Maple Leaf goaltending primarily. Um, what are they going to do now? Let's start right from there. Like, do you, I guess I'm thinking your option now is is to ride. You've got to ride one of these guys. They don't have the funds or the money to go after a proven goalie at this point, unless it's an older fella. Um, I think you have to ride them, Dan. You you just ride and hope that there's a hot hand coming at some point.
2: Well, it's pretty incredible that prior to, say, the Christmas uh, Christmas break, that Jack Campbell was being anointed probably the starting goalie for the U.S. team. Like, if the right. if the NHL was sending an Olympic team. Or, you know, so mm-hmm. the fact that they he hasn't been that sharp is, you know, yeah, it could be alarming. But do you hit the panic button now? Do you just trust the system and allow him to kind of work things out and get back to it? And hopefully by April, you'll have something that uh, because they just need to get out of the first round. I don't care who's in net, right? They'll put you in net. You know but they need Spoken, to get out of but the first Spoken round.
0: As a true Philadelphia Flyer fan, I you want more than one round. But you're right; they have to win around this year. Yeah, but you're right. I'm with you on this. They have to ride it out because they don't have the financial where umph to go ahead and, and pick up that goaltender the and- only
2: way they can make moves is by using their current assets and trading them to make room like you you can't just say okay we're gonna sign this free agent and bring them on board because they are they they are riding the finest of finest lines right now is with the salary cap so it would have to be a pretty major headline to get uh, goaltending and defense, defense is porous too. I mean, Muzzin could be done, like his career could be over.
0: Yeah, very much so. And you know, Dan, it's shifting gears quickly on that. I know what they're going to, I have an idea what they're up to. They're going to go with that. They need the defense period. So that's back to the goaltending. They're going to have to ride these guys out. You know, let's face it. They have a lot of points. They're play. They're a playoff-worthy team. Mm-hmm. So they have the time to do to to ride this out and and hope to God that Campbell or Morazic at this point can find their game because neither one of them have found their game at all at this point.
2: No, it seems like there's a, there's a big uh, big gap in confidence right now.
0: So I did a little bit of research. Which I normally don't do
2: at the library.
0: No, I wasn't at the library because they're not open on Sundays. But, uh, but you know what? The guy that they've got to go after, and it appears they are, is, is Chickren in Arizona. Yep. Super young guy has three years left on his contract, meaning he's not a rental. Four point five million. He falls under that, and they have the pieces. They have a Nick Robertson they can pass along. Yep. They have guys that they can, they can give up at this point, and they got to get that that stud defenseman. Even though I love the look of the new Russian kid, I you know what he adds a, a quite an element to them. Yeah. He's an abrasive. He had a little tussle with a guy. Um, big strong kid, yeah. and you know what they but they need Chekren who can do who offense defense. Um, I I see that one happening. Giordano's the other guy that I used to love. Dan, you you yeah. loved him
2: too. No, no, for sure.
0: There's only one problem with Giordano. He's old. 38. Yes. And and that for, for a hockey player is old. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's putting up some pretty good numbers with Seattle, but he would strictly be a rental with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they're not going to give up uh, draft picks and things of that nature to have a rental hockey player at this point.
2: Yeah. Now, is there any pieces – I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. Is there any pieces right now that you would see, like, that you would give up to, get, like, to give up for, like, big names that are currently on the roster to bring in bigger names?
0: Yeah, the the guy and I'm sorry I'm repeating myself. Was Nick Robertson? Yeah. Nick Robertson has an elite shot. Like he he can be a power play guy somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, he's going to be a great hockey player, but there's no spot for a top six guy in the power play with with Nick Robertson hasn't got a spot. No. He's not a bottom six forward, and they were playing him on the fourth line the other night because they've had stomach flu go through the team, but he's he's your key piece I think that yeah. you send. Okay couple of guys, uh, there's a guy called Steve's in the in the AHL, tremendous hockey player, came in from Notre Dame. Like, there's guys they can move if they're serious about things. Now, we were talking earlier, and I'm going to bring it up again, I had a guy in a coffee shop uh, confront me today about this, and he, he knows the sports. He said, you know what? Nothing, I, I respect his work ethic, but Tavares is done. Um, maybe taking into account 12 games without a goal, but he looks like he's playing with concrete shoes. He's I don't know if what's going on there, Dan. What do you see? Like, is he just lost his speed, or what? Like, what is it?
2: Uh, I don't know. I've I've never had a, a big uh, uh, worry about Tavares. Like, even though he hasn't had a goal and all that sort of stuff, I've always, uh, you know, the what he, the play does away for the puck, what he does along the boards, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I I do like Tavares as a player. Like that's. I don't, I don't think that he's a uh and he does look slow but I think it's more so that he's just a, he's, he's such a, a smooth uh smart player out there that he's not uh he's always in the right spot that's that's what I I see
0: I know and as much as I and I, I agree he does some things very very well in the offensive zone checking he plays hard yeah. very good on faceoffs extremely yeah. good on face-offs which is kind of critical but but his numbers now, like they are, but his numbers are running a point a game. Yeah. So maybe I'm being overly tough on him. I just think it's going to be hard to do much with with him right now. We'll see how that all plays out. No, for sure. So yeah. So tonight, the Washington Capitals, uh, big game for the Leafs. Hopefully, their goaltending can uh, settle down a little bit against Ovechkin and the crew, or that could be a really rough night with Ovechkin teeing up shots. What do you think? How many points do you give us? Do you give us five points on this one, like a football game, Dan? <laughs> Well, Who do you like? <laughs> I, well, I guess
2: after Saturday night, the over/under is going to be a lot more than six point five.
0: Most definitely. <laughs> and I and I and I did get the coffee shop chat again. I did get uh, a guy slagging me pretty hard. He said, "Boy, you sure blew it on Marner." You know what? I'm very impressed with what he's doing offensively. It doesn't it doesn't get away from the things that I dislike about him as a hockey player, which is the stick handling the. Uh, the one hand and on the stick stuff, you know, but he is doing some pretty cool things. I will stand up and say, I, I must admit, he's caught fire, and uh, has been extremely key to what they're doing right now.
2: Yeah, I'm still not a big fan of Mitch Marner. Matthews
0: is in the M- is in the Hart Trophy's MVP yep. hunt for sure. Thirty seven goals and and his play away from the puck last week was just spectacular, you know. So anyway, we'll end that Leaf yep. thing in a positive. Um, Toronto Raptors, if we can, Dano. Uh, big game tonight in Brooklyn. They got just completely blown out the last two games. We're back on that slide down the roller coaster. But the Raptors—they got pounded, um, like by 30 points, I think, in both games. I just, you know, Nurse said, "Well, we didn't get back. We we're playing two very fast young teams, and we didn't get back to defend. I guess not. I don't even know if they were back at all to defend." But you know, it's interesting. We're never going to find out, are we? Guess who the guess who the point guard is for Brooklyn tonight? starting who, who's who's going to start all games gordon dragic really yeah gordon dragic they said is is going to play a ton with brooklyn so i think i are we ever going to find out why he never they never even bothered to suit him up in toronto no clue what what was that all about 19.9 million and he got to go home in a street clothes is it was it like he was pretty outspoken about not wanting to be in toronto But I just find it very interesting that he is a, I knew he was a good player, but he's serviceable enough that he's a starter with the Brooklyn Nets, of all things. Okay. So he obviously didn't want to play for the Raptors, and the Raptors didn't want his attitude or whatever, right? Right. So anyway, neither here nor there. Um, Harden is, boy, I'll tell you, it's exactly what we we were wondering last week how Harden was going to be with Joel Embiid. Uh, Philadelphia got to be pretty glad they got Harden because, boy, he was dishing off to Embiid in the last two games, and Embiid was just going crazy. Yeah. He said, I've never had passes like this before. So you know what? It's going to make Philadelphia uh, such a good team because uh, he had 37 points again last night, was unstoppable with Harden feeding him. I was surprised that Harden, maybe Harden, do you think he's smart enough to finally defer to somebody younger? And, uh, like, you know, he likes it to be all about himself.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I I think it's a, it's going to be great to come playoff time. You know, when you have Brooklyn that's going to be there, you know that. You have uh, Philadelphia now that's going to be there, you know that, and it's just it's it's a really interesting mix that you're going to have and I hope that they go head to head in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I do I do too. I really really do. And before we get into our main topic today, which is going to be an interesting topic oh, to boy. say the least, maybe a little a little non-sports related uh the honda classic a guy by the name of sepp straka won that tournament from austria seppi seppi straka from austria and the only reason i bring up that he won is because this guy is very unique like they you know he has never won one an event in the states an austrian very rarely wins but what surprised me is daniel Berger, who is a really really good golfer was 5 shots ahead and uh, fell apart but it was also and Daniel Berger's not a guy that falls apart 74 is is falling apart in the last round
1: no.
0: um, so Straka one beat uh, Shane Lowry from I believe from Ireland who I like he doesn't even look like an athlete beat him by a shot but it was pouring rain and they the guys they finished that's got to be brutally tough with all the money on oh yeah but anyway good for Se straka okay fantastic job all right so um, here we go. All right, here we go. All <laughs> right, so there's there's a there's a skirmish right now, and I don't want to be you know minimize it. It scares me, quite frankly, the uh, with the Ukraine and Russia. So everybody has jumped on board, um, saying, okay, it's time that you know now Gretzky has spoke out that you know take the junior team in the IHF and and suspend them. Do not let them even play. Different countries are suspending events, and now I was reading in different uh, journals. That it's time to take the NHL players and the pro athletes and suspend them. What do you think, Dan and Grant? Both of you. Now this is a this is contentious. They're saying it's time that they're part and parcel, like an Ovechkin, who we love. He's made no bones about the fact that prior to this, he was pretty high on Putin. No, for sure.
2: All right, so that's his president. Right, I'm he prime what minister. He said. He says, He's both
0: president. He's everything. Yes. All right, so what do you think? Do you think that's a complete crazy overkill based on what the reaction could be if you start doing this to these guys?
2: Well, my reaction to the media's reaction and some other athletes with uh, Ovechkin's comments uh, regarding this, uh, call it war, I was actually surprised that they were coming down that heavy on Ovechkin. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not the one making decisions out there. He's over here in the U.S. playing hockey. And for him to say, like, he's like, I don't want war. I don't want a war. Yeah. Like, he's saying that. So he's not, and they, the uh, reporter was trying to essentially get out how much he supports Putin's decisions and how he would support this move into the Ukraine and all that sort of stuff. And, I, and he just kept on answering, I don't want a war. I don't want a war and all that sort of stuff. But with what you're saying with some of these sanctions that are being uh economically uh put down towards russia why not take away the fun stuff too why not why not send all the russian hockey players all the russian basketball players all the russian athletes that are abroad send them home why not and just say hey this isn't anything to do with you we're putting the pressure on your government And your teams are not going to be playing World Cup, like soccer. Your teams aren't going to be playing uh, anything. Like, if you want to be playing, like, if you want to play your sport, well, you're going to be going home and hopefully you can uh, get some ice time or get some field time because that's the only way that they're going to be upset with what's going on and maybe have different answers and maybe put, if people are looking for pressure on uh, the government from you know high-ranking athletes, then there you go,
0: you're done. Yeah, and the reason I I think it's a great topic because there's a, we're just an opinion. What do you think, Grant? I'm-
1: See if I would have been if I was a agent uh, I just would have advised him not even to comment I, I if, if I was a I would not even have comment my answer would be I'll talk to you about sports related questions my job is to put a piece of rubber into a net that's what my job is my job is not to you know comment on this kind of stuff that's just my opinion I I don't even know why he and that's how, that was his stance he first took, and I just I think for his sake he should have just uh, you know stood by that and just refused to yeah. refuse to comment. In my opinion, wow. Especially because well, that means doesn't his doesn't his wife and his children aren't are they not living there? They're there now, anymore? and his
0: parents live there.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean,
2: uh, you know, Dominic Hassett came out calling him a a, a chicken, yeah, boop, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the uh, I I just feel it doesn't matter what he said. They were since he did not come out and say yes, I support it. He, he all he said is, I don't want war. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, he was still like even if he said no comment, he was still going to be thrown under the bus. Right, yeah, and his yeah.
0: com- and I think his comment was about as solid as you can. Like that's that's not contentious. You know, it's no. you know he he didn't say much, and that was a good thing. Yeah, for he sure, didn't say much. But I think there's some I think there's some legs to that. I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the answer is because things. Are so tenuous right now that mm-hmm. you never know what a move like that could do, with all the chatter. Yeah, like no, from a from a fear based side too. You know, it's yeah. it's a very it's it's quite a it's quite a conversation piece. Maybe you do ship them all home and say, unfortunately, this is this is one of the up upshoots of this whole thing.
2: Oh yeah. You mm-hmm. know
0: well, but I'm sure we'll be able to talk about this. Uh, I, well, I hope we don't talk about it a heck of a lot more. Oh,
2: well, right? you know what? Maybe we should. Uh do some more research and go down the list in the NHL and figure out all these guys that would end up going home, and what it would do to their team.
0: Well, there's a, there's everybody has uh, Russian hockey players, I yep. believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so anyway,
2: it's, it's some better than others.
0: Uh, very much so, very much so. But uh, but no, I'll tell you what, it's a great thing you're back, Dano. Daniel, I mean. I'm sorry, I
2: I mispronounced your
0: name again. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, it's been a a good sports show, a very interesting sports show. Uh, I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Have a great day, and we'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.